On tonight's episode of Champagne Problems, we're talking about pitting women of color against each other. I'm giving my thoughts on some of the most iconic beefs amongst women, past to present. Also, which Spice Girl is a sex addict? Find out during random rants. And later, my champagne toast, of course. All that and more. So pop your bottle and grab your glass. Champagne Problems starts now. What up, what up? How y'all doing? Thank you again for tuning into another episode of Champagne Problems. The funny, smart, and opinionated podcast that bridges the gap between everyday people and Hollywood celebrities. Thank you so much. I am your host, Nico. Um, I'm excited about today's episode. I've been meaning to talk about this topic for a minute now, and I think this is an appropriate time to talk about it. Of course, that's, you know, beef amongst women in the industry and in general, um, particularly other people pitting women of color against each other. So I can't wait to dive into that. But before we get started, you know, I got to do my shameless plugs. Make sure y'all follow the podcast. Instagram is at Champagne Problems. Also, my personal Instagram is at official underscore Nico. Nico is spelled N-I-C-H-O. Again, that's at official underscore Nico. And also at Champagne Problems on Instagram. So make sure y'all follow me, comment, engage with me. Something. Lord. I ain't gonna get started on that. But anyway. uh, Yeah, so... Let's not waste any time. Let's get into the nitty gritty. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. So I have been having this topic on my mind actually now, probably about a little over a month. Uh, But I kind of wanted some relevant topics to talk about it. Uh, And I think what probably was the straw that broke the camel's back was Nicki Minaj and her whole press tour. Uh, regarding her new album Queen and just the amount of energy put into from media the fans and even a bit of her uh, energy that was put into beef with you know Cardi and Remy and Kim and whatever Um, you know particularly Cardi this time around Um, It just really made me say, like, man, like, why do we continue to pit black women against each other the way that we do? Because I feel like media does it, the fans do it, and then, or sometimes it's created amongst, you know, the actual individuals. And with this one, I think it was a combination, but... um, I don't know. I just had this whole thing about... First, let me go back and say, like, I am truly one of those male feminists. Like, I I support women, particularly black women, so much. I, I think that they are the most uh, disrespected, disregarded, and defamed people walking the planet. You know, and that's coming from a black man. We deal with a lot of stuff. But black women, I feel like have endured so much and so I just have a special place for them obviously being raised by black women and blah 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 blah. Um, they just hold a special place in my heart 
And so I'm always down for the cause when it comes to anything regarding a woman of color. Um, with that being said, you know, obviously I know that, you know, not everyone feels that way. And what comes with that, you know, with me feeling that way towards women, I really don't like women beef. Um, I don't like beef, period. But I, I can't stand to see how many times over and over and over and over again we're pitting black women against each other. Because a lot of times it's not even a beef. A lot of times it's just women being pit against each other and they don't even know why or or you know and sometimes they fall into the trap and I just think that it's so unfortunate that you know we do that and so I want to kind of talk about my you know I hate to almost say my favorite but you know, some kind of iconic, you know, moments of black women being pitted against each other and kind of my thoughts on that and breaking it down and kind of comparing that to everyday life. Um, so, of course, like I said, the straw that broke the camel's back was the whole Nicki and Carter thing. I don't have a whole lot to say about that, this one in particular, only because I feel like it's one that the fans created and... I hate the fact that I I truly feel like people just don't think that there's room for for more than one person to be on top in a particular field or genre. Um, We've seen that so much over the years. And I just think it's so interesting that we we keep repeating the same cycle with that and you know and I think what's more sad is that the women that fall into the trap and I have to say I do feel like in this one Nikki and and Cardi have kind of fell into the trap um sometimes I feel like more so Nikki than Cardi but you know because Here's the thing about Cardi. Like, I feel like Cardi's just like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I came in, started from the bottom, you know. Now I'm here. I'm, I'm making my money. I'm living my life. I'm, I, you know, having a, I had a baby. I, you know, like, leave me alone. And I feel like people are always, like, picking with her. Like, always picking with her. Um, and with Nikki, I don't know. I feel like... Nikki is, is, of course, she's coming off very defensive these days. And I think it's because she was someone who didn't speak up a lot early on. And now she's just letting it all out. And it's like delayed reactions to everything. So it just seems like a whole lot. Like she's just kind of just doing a lot of talking. <laughs> uh, but... I don't know, she, I, I love them both, and I just feel like we have to stop comparing, like, I really do believe in that whole quote about, you know, comparison is the killer of joy, like, it really is, like, and I know it's a natural human thing for us to do is to compare, but sometimes I'm just like, come on, we are much smarter than that, like, why do we always have to compare everybody, and it's it's so easy to do, I get it, you know, because it's very easy for a song could come out and somebody could say, oh, I love that song, you know, but, uh, you know, it don't go as hard as, you know, that song that such and such just dropped. And you're just like, why are we even taking it there? And I feel like, like I said, we do it more with women, particularly women of color than anybody. Um, I don't know, because I feel like literally Kanye, Jay, Kendrick, J. Cole, and whoever Nas could all drop an album the same week and I feel like everybody would just be like man it was greatness in hip-hop history all these great MCs dropped um you know great music but I feel like if Beyonce Rihanna Nicki uh I don't know whatever a couple other girls all drop an album on the same week. Uh, this seems so shit. I'm sorry. I could not think of some other girls. I'm sorry. But uh, if all of them dropped an album the same week, 
it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, like, shout out to women making moves, dropping out. No, it would be like, oh, well, you know, Nikki's more harder than Beyonce's or Rihanna, you know, da, 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 da. like, it would be that. And I just think that's so interesting how we we do that. Um, you know, I understand it is a natural thing, but we got to get out of that habit. Like, it is so annoying. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know. I just, so I don't really have a whole lot to say about the whole Nikki thing uh, and Cardi. But I wanted to talk about some other ones over the years that have just been really interesting to me. Because um, the Beyonce song is coming on, I guess we'll start with her. I feel like Beyonce gets pit against everybody. I literally wrote down on my notes, Beyonce versus everyone. Um... <laughs> And it's so funny because Beyonce has never spoken ill of any girl in the industry, like, ever. Um, and I think it's so funny. This song is so appropriate for this moment. But anyway, I, it, um, I just think that it's so interesting, like, when you are that great, you get pit against everyone and every, I, I mean... I, seriously, I feel sorry for a lot of girls. Like, if you're a young black girl and you want to be in the music industry, like, I, I literally feel bad for you because every you are going to be compared to Beyonce somehow. And it's and I've even been guilty of doing it myself. Like, I, I'm not as bad anymore, although I don't... A lot of girls that are coming in the industry now are... are much it's like apples and oranges with Beyonce but there was a time where I felt like girls were coming in and I'm like really like okay and I, I you know I remember having those conversations with my friends like particularly like in uh I don't know I guess 2006 seven ish till probably like 2012 ish or so like, there were just girls that were coming in, and I just would be like, oh, okay, like, here she goes. She on stage throwing her hair around in the fan, and I'm just like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> can we not? Uh, like, can we not? And now I feel like a lot of the girls that are coming out now are, are much different. I feel like it's it's all about, like, the the deep girl, like, the lyrically, like, the scissors and her and... Uh, you know, girls like that. I feel like, you know, even her saliva, even she's not new, but like, I feel like a lot of girls are on that wave now. It's not a lot of that, like, entertainer type thing. You know, and we, you know, we always compare, but I just think it's just so unnecessary. And one of the biggest comparisons I think with Beyonce, as far as pitting her against someone, I feel. Is the is her own group former group member and that's Kelly Kelly Rowland. I feel like a lot of times cannot catch a break because of the constant comparison. Um, and let me say I, you know, for those of y'all know I love me some Kelly Rowland. Um, love me some Kelly Rowland and. It is so interesting because because I love Destiny's Child so much, I didn't really do all that comparing. But when I see how the media does and everything, it's just really interesting. Like, Kelly can drop a record and literally, that you can nine times out of ten guarantee that uh, somehow Beyonce is brought into the comment section. Like if a blog posts a record or if you see it on YouTube or or anything like that, Beyonce always gets brought into it. Um, it, it could be something as simple as like, oh, done them drums and that, done them 808s and that song sound like Beyonce, such and such record. Like I remember literally those are like comments that I remember reading over the years. And it's, it's just like, yo, like what? Why do we continue to compare like that? Um, 
it's really crazy. Um, because I feel like she's so talented and she's a beautiful woman. Um, and she just doesn't get enough credit simply because who she's attached to. Um, because I feel like if Kelly came out as a solo artist and was never attached to Destiny's Child, she would be more successful. I think Kelly would be in the realm of like, like a brandy status as far as that like iconic kind of level. Like I just feel like, uh, and the respect, and we'll get to her anyway later. Uh, but I feel like, I, I don't know, it's just, it's really tough for Kelly in this business, I feel like, because of the the association with Beyonce. And I'm sure, of course, it has helped her a lot, but it also really hinders her. Uh, and I was just saying last week, like, you know, she's been talking about putting this album out forever, and I, I honestly feel like she's a little scared. And... Um, it's just interesting that like this far along in her career is still a thing and nobody does it the other way around you know Beyonce drops something and no one's ever like you know comparing uh, her to really anybody um, and I just I don't know. I, this was a tough one for me when it comes to like pitting women against each other because I just feel like one got slighted in the situation and has to always work ten times harder to get the recognition. And it's you know, and these two women love and care for each other. Um, you know, Kelly is really one of the most talented girls in her genre and I think what I love about Kelly and that people don't give her props enough is props for is that um she is really solid um if you listen to Kelly Rose albums they're great I will say this and this might be shocking to some people who know. I play Kelly Rowland albums, albums, more than I do Beyonce albums. And y'all know I love me some Beyonce. Um, because what Beyonce is, when, when the live stuff comes out, like a DVD or whatever, I'm through with it. I'm through with the album. Like, I'm just through with it. Um, like, it, it just means absolutely nothing to me. After like a, a live anything comes out, um, it's rare I can just listen to a Beyonce track from the actual album. Um, but yeah, like Kelly makes. <coughs> I'm sorry, yeah, my allergies off the chart today. One moment. Okay. Ooh. Um. Yeah, like, Kelly makes great albums, um, and her voice is just so smooth, and she has one of the best tones in the business, and I think a lot of people sleep on that, like, she just doesn't have to do a whole lot to be, you know, uh, great, you know what I mean, and, you know, she doesn't have to do a whole bunch of runs and craziness, whatever, like, she just has one of the best tones ever, um, Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's 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 just so crazy that in 2018 she still gets like. Uh, <laughs> so I love when Nikki does that. I'm so glad she brought that back. Anyway, um, yeah, like I just it's th- that one really is a just a disappointing sort of comparison because I just hate the fact that it's two women who love and respect and admire each other who came up together. And if it wasn't for one, the other one wouldn't be here. And I feel like, you know, people always want to put them against each other. But anyway, um, another one I want to talk about, like some ones from the past, uh, was two that I just 
tickle me. One that's in the past that stayed in the past, and the other one is one that was in the past, got resolved, and then now is back in the present. So I guess I'll start with that one. And that's Brandy and Monica. Um, For those of y'all who don't know, I'm sure most of y'all do by now, but when Brandy and Monica came together for the Boys Mind record, um, there was a bit of a a rift between them. Um, This one was industry. Uh, It kind of started in the industry. You know, like I said, a lot of times these, like, comparisons and little beefs and things, they start from different places, whether it's the media, the fans, you know, or, you know, they just didn't like each other or whatever. But in this case, it was industry-related, where producers and writers and, you know, things like that were the ones kind of in each other's ear. And this is their words. Um... And so they begin to kind of like, you know, have a bit of an issue with each other. So they put their grown woman panties on and squashed it down the line. And then they came and actually made a new song together um, called It All Belongs to Me. And, you know, talking about how, you know, they're now mothers and, you know, and they're grown and. They're past that. Now, they're sort of back in this spot, but I feel like it's one side. I feel like it's Brandy being uh, involved, and I feel like Monica just doesn't care. But I think what's bad about their situations, I feel like they just, they fed into it. They both fed into it when it came to the industry back in the day. And then now, I feel like it's the fans that are fueling the beat. And Brandy is, again, falling into it. Like I said, I feel like Monica doesn't care. Uh, And if I'm not mistaken, I think it started over, like, Whitney. And just the whole, like, who was closer to Whitney out of the two. And and I'm like, who, who cares? Who cares? Like, first of all, she's dead and gone. I rest us all. And I'm like, and also, if you, if you know your relationship with somebody, what does it matter to you to, like, try to prove it to someone else or, or discredit someone else's relationship? Uh, I don't know, Brandy always has rubbed me the wrong way when it comes to uh, certain things. And I have heard over the years different things that she is not the most pleasant a person, and I just thought maybe she grew a bit, uh, especially after she went through the whole tragedy of, of the car accident and all of that, uh, he, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I just thought about something, I gotta do it, I, for my friend Malcolm, because I know you need this laugh, um, so there was, <laughs> When Brandy had her show with Ray J, what was it called? Like a family something or another? I don't know, who cares? Anyway, she was talking about that car accident. And my friend Malcolm and I laughed about when she was crying to her mother about what people say about her online. And it was just the way she was talking and the crying when she was like, you know, they call me mean things like, you know, a murderer and blah, blah, blah. And for whatever reason, Malcolm and I found that to be absolutely hilarious. And to this day, we say that, which is terrible. We both are going to hell. But anyway, um, I thought that whole situation, Brandy would like, I don't know, grow and, and mature. And to me, she's just still petty. And I'm just like, girl, sit your petty, puffy face ass down like have a seat. I'm sorry, because she is so puffy these days. I mean, she looks good, but she is puffy. She is puffy. But, um, I don't know. She's just so talented. I just feel like she gets so caught up in mess. And, I don't know. I, it just, she irritates me on that end of things. 
But, um, yeah, that was, I know, of course, a big beef in the 90s. And then, like I said, it resurfaced. Another one I want to talk about that um, was in the past. One of my favorites (laughs) is Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks. Now, this one was media created. And... Naomi fell into it. She bought into it. And it started, for those of y'all who don't know, of course, Naomi's a little older than Tyra. And, you know, so Naomi was um, out first as a model. And a few years later, Tyra comes along and sets a record. She booked the most fashion shows of any model ever did for Fashion Week, her first Fashion Week. And... The media started printing up articles kind of like, watch out, Naomi. Like, you know, there's a new girl in town kind of thing. You know, of course, being a young model at the time, Tyra was flattered by that. But it wasn't like, you know, uh, anything more than that. And Naomi felt away and started to treat her very poorly about it. Uh, And it just started this whole... The war between them that went on for years. You know, she ran for Tyra out of the high fashion world. Um, which was probably meant to be because we wouldn't know the Tyra that we know now. I think if it wasn't for that, you know, she became mainstream and, you know, all of that. But that's just so crazy to me how that, it, it, like how these beefs can be sort of fueled by different things and you buy into it, um, and so they hashed their beef out on when Tyra Banks had a talk show. Let me just say, if y'all have never seen this interview, it was like I know, like ten years old now. But Naomi Tyra Banks, when she had a talk show, had Naomi Campbell on her show to discuss it, and it, it, there was no audience, and. Um, they just like hashed it out. It is one of the best interviews you will watch. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's funny. It's like it's really a close second to um, the Whitney Diane Sawyer interview. Like, it's such a good interview. Partially because Tyra is like pouring her heart out and teary eyed the entire time. And, Sounding like a, a victim little girl and whatever. Like, really pouring her heart. I'm not even trying to be shady. Like, she's really pouring her heart out about how she was hurt. And the entire time, Naomi is, like, uh, so unbothered and lying and denying everything. It's just one of the funniest interviews ever. Like, literally for, like, 40 minutes, Tyra is, literally, it's like this. Tyra's just like, you know, and you did this, and it really hurt me, and it made me feel this way. And the entire time, Naomi's like, I... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I'm not that type of person, and I don't. I would never, like, no emotion on her face, nothing. Like it was just. It's one of the best interviews ever. You've got to watch it. Just go to YouTube. It's there. I've watched it several times. It is really funny. Like they come to a like cute conclusion at the very end, where out of the blue, out of a commercial break, Naomi's like, "I just want to say that I'm sorry for however I've made you feel. You think that I've done in the past. like it was still one of those like half-ass apologies." Like Naomi is funny, but uh, from my understanding, that they're all good and you know it's it's love, but that is funny to me. But pitting women against each other. Like, I just feel like we have got to stop doing that. Like, it, it's so, it's just detrimental to the culture. Like, I just feel like it's unnecessary. It's, it's counterproductive. And there's room for everybody. Like, it, there is room for everybody. And even in, like, on, in, you know, everyday life, like, I see so much of that. And I'm just like, man. And a lot of the reasons, like, or... Like, things I pick up on, like, black girls, some of it, you know, some of it is, you know, y'all bring it on each other. Because black girls are the queens of nice nasty. And y'all know by now what nice nasty is. Like, there are so many girls who I have seen meet each other and say some really 
shady shit to each other in a nice tone. And you just be like, damn, what was that about? Like, why did you have to do that? Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's hilarious to me that um, some of the things that that black girls say to each other, like that, just that whole nice, nasty thing when, you know, you meet people and it's just like, I'm sorry, I don't know why I thought about this because this is so random and old, but a good example of nice and nasty is, um, oh my God, I recently saw this clip, but and maybe that's why it's on my mind. So this is like the first season of um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, I recently saw it, I think, on like Instagram or something. But anyway, Nene and Sheree, you know, they they typical, you know, friend of me stuff um lisa Wu wanted uh needed to come and take a picture with her and sheree and so lisa was like oh sheree uh i mean oh need to come and take a picture so nini walked over and like in a jokingly way like smiling so i was like oh i don't know if i want to take a picture with you bitches <laughs> and sheree was just like oh you don't have to <laughs> and then nini was just like uh, i sure don't and then they took a picture that's the prime example of what I mean of nice, nasty, like, where they clearly don't like each other, clearly, you know, whatever, but say these things, like, and it's like a always with undertone, and, like, black women are the queen of that. Like, really, how many times have your mother gotten somebody together being nice, nasty? Uh, like, for real. Um, so, yeah, like, sometimes I'm just like, really, why we gotta be that nasty to each other? Like, get, get a grip. Um, yeah, so another thing is, I think is, uh, I hate to see black women being pitted against each other over men. Oh. God, like that is my least favorite. Like I can't even deal. Like when I meet a girl, I know a girl who's like in a beef with another girl over a guy. Like I'm just like I'm out. Like I don't even, I don't want nothing to do with it or you or what. Like I hate to see black women fight about men, particularly because I guess I just know that you know that nigga don't want either one of y'all like that and. It it just looks so tacky in the end, and it's like for what, for what? I hate. Oh, particularly my least favorite is like when a girlfriend and her boyfriend's like baby mama. I can't stand that. I can't stand that beef. I think probably more so because there's a child involved or children. So I'm just like, ugh. Like, why are we, why are we doing that? But it happens a lot. Um, I just can't stand that. I really can't stand it. I think it's, it, it, I don't know, it just makes everyone look dumb in the situation. And... That's just how I feel about it. I, I just, I can't stand it. But you see it, it's the most common. Um, the other one is just the whole insecure thing. Um, you know, you know, everyone has insecurities and things. But um, I feel like sometimes black women pity, pit themselves against each other um, out of insecurity. You know, like you meet a girl and... You know, you giving her the up down and and the whole you know uh, like that looking for something to 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 be negative about. Um, and I just think you don't have to do that. You know, if you feel a way about something, step your game up and do better and do better. Not tear her down because you know you feel a way about it. Um, I don't know, I just think it's so unnecessary. And you see that all the time where girls are body shaping each other, talking about, you know, 
each other from like uh, an appearance standpoint. I, I really don't like that or, you know, or slut shaming and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I just think that is whack. Like, it's just, it's so played out to me. Yet yeah, they continues to do it. Um, but yeah, I just think that black women have got to start learning to be solid with one another and and that way they won't let outside forces, you know, pit them against each other because, you know, men pit women against each other. That's just what we do. And I think that, um, especially in, in the entertainment industry, like, there's so many different angles it comes from. You know, in the everyday life, it's just really from either your friends or yourself in the entertainment industry it's it could be your friends it could be something that you started it could be the media meaning like you know publications and things like that it could be the industry you know meaning like you know producers and writers and executives and whatever assistants and makeup artists and stuff who's starting stuff and then it also can be the fans you know it could be you know the fans that start comparing you and pitting you against someone who you never really thought about having beef with. So that it comes from so many different angles in the industry. And I just think more women need to be uh, united so that way when those things come up, they'll be able to say confidently, confidently like, no, nah, she wouldn't say that. Uh, no, nah, she doesn't feel that way about me because a lot of those beefs, you know, I remember Gabrielle Union was just talking to her and Jada Pinkett Smith was talking about how they didn't, really like care for each other and had a bit of a beef and they didn't really know why but it it came out of other people starting stuff but because they didn't know each other well enough or have be able to communicate and have that type of bond they fell into that they bought into it you know what i mean um and you know you don't have to be everyone's best friend but it's just like at least have of something to where you know have something to stand on, you know what I mean, it's like being, it's like your friends, you know what I mean, like, you know, my two best friends, if someone called me and said, well, you know, Malcolm said this about you, do you know, Jory said this about you, I would know, I, nine times out of ten, would know whether it was true or not before I even asked them, just because I know them so well, I could say, Malcolm wouldn't say something like that, or, Joey wouldn't say something like that, or I would say, mm-hmm, you're right, he would say something like that, or whatever. And, but I just think that it's important that people need to, um, just get out of the habit of that, of just comparing so much, because that's really where it starts. I feel like the whole pitting people against each other and the beefs and all that, they all start off from a comparison. I'm sorry, yeah, this... These allergies are really wearing me out. Um, I don't know what's going on because I, I only have spring allergies, and now all of a sudden they're here. Here it is, damn near September. But anyway, um, so I think that's all I have to say about women pitting, about pitting black women against each other. That we need to stop. It's played out. It's whack. We need to stop doing that to women, and women need to stop doing it to themselves. Uh, so I'm just going to leave with that. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into random rants. Got a couple things to talk about, and uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Alright, so let's get into this random rant. Um, I wanted to talk about, so Mel B has admitted that she's checking herself into some sort of rehab for alcohol abuse and a sex addiction. Okay. Now, let me just preface this with saying that I am in no way making fun of anyone for their struggles and you know their demons but if this is not the most weird 
the this is the weirdest thing I've heard in a minute. Um, I guess because I'm just okay. So the, I guess the backstory is that she's writing a book about her life and like a memoir, and because she's she claims because she's you know had to relive some painful things that have happened in her past and blah blah blah. blah. It's a, it's ignited this whole addiction. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It just, celebrities are so extra sometimes. Like, because I honestly feel like she probably is just probably drinking a little more than usual. And maybe just getting it in. Sexually. A little more than usual, and I feel like now she's like labeling herself, and it just uh, sometimes it just annoys me. First of all, you knew you abused alcohol and was having a lot of sex before this happened, if that was the case. And I don't feel like one project spirals you into this new uh, world of addiction either. Like, I'm just like, what? Um. You know, I, and I'm I I understand both addictions. Um, I, so as a guy, the whole sex addiction thing sometimes makes me laugh, and I think a lot of guys probably feel that way because sometimes when you have like, if you've ever like read the the signs of what it means to be a sex addict or some of people's stories or whatever, you're like, oh well, I mean. That's kind of me, like, I'm just saying. Uh, I feel like women uh, label themselves as that more, I, I don't know. I, it's just, to me, that's always been interesting because I'm like, you know, most of us are so excited. Um, and then, you know, but I really do get the whole alcohol abuse thing. Um but I feel like right it's just a period of time for her. You know what I mean? Look, kudos to her for like nipping in the nipping it in the bud. But I just feel like I think I read that she said like this was new for her. Like it wasn't like she's ever had a problem with alcohol before. So I'm just kinda like, you know, girl, you're just going through a little, you know, a little traumatic time and you probably getting a little you know, have a a little more uh cocktail time than usual. It I feel like sometimes it will pass, but, you know, celebrities are so extra. And then I feel like sometimes rehab for celebrities because it's like going on a damn vacation. Um, it's like an excuse where you can go to, like, a spa for 21 days and, you know, everyone on social media tell you how much how great you are and, and you know, whatever. Like, I just, I'm, that's just how I feel about celebrities in rehab sometimes. I'm just like, okay. Um, but I don't know, that was just so bizarre to me, I was just like, it just came out of nowhere, I literally read that today, and I was just like, uh, okay, but I literally laughed out loud, I felt bad at first, at first, but I'm just like, okay, good luck to you, um, I don't know, that's just so funny, like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what else I want to talk about? Oh, I went to Cincinnati this weekend. Uh, really, it wasn't even a weekend trip. It literally was just Saturday. Like I was there for about a good twenty-four hours, like a twenty-four hour trip. Um, my little boo thing uh, was a birthday trip. Ooh, and I got. It was. I got to meet the friends, and that was interesting. Um, that's always a nerve-wracking experience. Like if y'all ever start dating someone or get in a relationship or whatever, get married, whatever the case is, and you start meeting people, um, because a lot of times that determines on the future of the relationship. And so I was a bit 
nervous, although I get along with everyone, but I was just like, hmm, okay, we'll see. It ended up being cool. It started off a little rocky because I kind of, so let me break it down. So my, my boo is from Toledo and they were all together in Toledo on Friday and went to Cincinnati Saturday and I met them in Cincinnati. Uh, I had the opportunity to come to Toledo Friday but I, that felt like too much for me. So I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. So I met them in Cincinnati um, that afternoon. And I kind of came into town while they were kind of in the middle of a little tiff. And so there was a lot of tension. There was some stuff that happened with some people left Toledo earlier than others and it was like a time thing somebody was on CP times or somebody that kind of situation so when I got there there was a little out of tension uh amongst them and it was my boo and his one two three four four friends uh and I just remember thinking like oh boy um then we had a lot of hotel drama oh my god we stayed in in this hotel was I'm not gonna call the name of, but it was <laughs> it was interesting. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, but it ended up being a cool weekend. They started kind of warming up. There's a little there's a little iciness in the beginning uh, towards me, and you know. That whole thing. There was some, you know, some whispering and some giggles and some, some things in the beginning. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay strong and just, I'm gonna be still, and see what happens. And um, by that evening, we were, we were in a good space. At least I think. Uh, we went to Papado. Oh, oh my God! If you have never been to Papado. It is worth every penny because it's not the cheapest place, but it is worth every penny and the weight. Oh my god, the weight is just like a mess. Um, we ate so well, though. It was just really good. I had um, I think it was the Atlantic Salmon Alexander. Um, it was really, 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 really good. Um, we we really ate too. Like that was a really good meal. Um and after that we went back to the hotel. Uh and it was cool we did we were since it was six of us we did pairs. I mean, you know, it was me and my boo and then uh the four friends split up in two rooms with two bit, you know two beds in each room and they happened to coincidentally get conjoining rooms so um, they had a good time with that because I think they just kept their middle you know their door open uh, the connecting door but um, we went back to the room and we took naps and things and (laughs) you know we we all 30 or older in these streets now so you know the naps are real uh, so we all, you know, took naps and woke up and, you know, started drinking. Uh, my friend Easy DJ Easy, uh, lives in Cincinnati, so uh, he had an event that he was putting on. It was a uh, for the nine nine two thousand party, so I wanted to make sure I went and supported him for that. So we rolled through there, and uh, the music was great. But I expected that. Um, so shout out to Easy. Uh, yeah, and then we left there and we went back to the hotel and we played. I never. That was interesting. You ever get in a moment where you play I never and you feel like. Like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't play this. So I love games like I never. 
uh, me and my good friends, we live for a game like that. We can get in people's business and tell on each other and all that. But it was one of those situations where I felt like I drank down near every time the question was asked. And I just, I just felt like everybody was kind of looking at me like, hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it was really interesting. Because, you know, you know, I have a bit of a um, checkered past. No, not re- I mean, you know, I, I've lived, I've, most of my adult life I've been single. You know, I've had relationships, but they've been, I don't have the best track record with uh, relationships. And so I've, you know, if I had to put my years of relationships together and years of being single, uh, from 18 to 28, I've been in a relationship probably three of those years. And, uh, you know, the rest single. So, um, I'm always single. So, you know, when you're single, you know, things happen. Uh, and so, you know, I have lived. Uh, and it was just interesting because when some of the questions were coming up, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And, uh. I threw a rule in there that, you know, if someone wanted to ask a follow-up question, they could. That made the game pretty interesting. Um, But we had fun. I I felt like I I had a good time with them. Um, They actually were nice people, and we got some good laughs in. and um, It seemed good. I'm looking forward to whenever I can be around them again, because I feel like that's when like everybody's walls will be a bit down, you know, because we were a bit guarded with each other, I have to say. Uh, it was kind of like that, let me check you out, let me check you out kind of thing. So it was um, it was a it was a good time though, but we, uh, so after I never, we, we, we were all pretty much drunk and tired at that point. I think even a couple people fell asleep during the game. And, uh, we called it a night. We all split up, went back to our rooms, and uh, then the next morning we had breakfast, and uh, then we we headed back here to Indianapolis. But it was a it was a good time. Uh, yeah, I mean that's really all I have to say. There's nothing really too much going on. As you guys, know, I've said a couple times throughout the. Uh, Episodes of that, my allergies are like on one, like for real. I can barely talk. I'm so congested. I just took something maybe about an hour or so ago. Um, my eyes are itching. I'm sneezing. My nose is runny. I have no idea what's going on. I usually only deal with spring allergies, and I don't know. It started yesterday. And I don't know. It's just really bothering me. But anyway. That's what's going on with me. Nothing too crazy. Uh, yeah, so when we come back, I'm going to do my toast, and then we're going to do my uh, can we not. So stay tuned. Okay, so this week my champagne toast goes to Miss Wendy Williams. Um, she's kind of on the whole press tour promoting the n- new season of the show that starts in September. Uh, but I didn't realize until she was saying it that this is her 10th season. And so that is why she is my champagne toast this week because... Uh, I'm so proud of her time has really flown by. I remember this, the six-week sneak peek in 08. Um, that is so crazy to me. I, I was a senior in high school. Uh, 
I believe. Or it might have been the, the fall after I graduated. Um, it, that is so crazy to me. Like, I just, I would not have guessed that she would have lasted this long. I was familiar with her through radio. Um, you know, of course, I didn't live in New York or Philly where she was on the radio, but because of, like, YouTube and stuff, I had listened to a lot of her interviews. And, uh, I just didn't think that she would be a good daytime talk show host because of the type of <laughs> radio host she was. Um, but she has really, really done so well for herself. And to be a woman of color, and she's not on some, like, Oprah-type stuff to be that successful. Like, she didn't come in trying to fix lives and, you know, whatever. Like, she really is genuinely herself. And... It's really working out for her. Um, so I'm very, very, very proud of her for that. Uh, I love me some Wendy Williams. Uh, one of the reasons I do this podcast I'm, is because of her. I'm very inspired by, like, radio and, and all of that. Um, that was my part. That is off of Tiana Taylor's new album. The song is called WTP, which stands for Work This Pussy. I know, it's terrible. But uh, it's really, it's a fun song. I like it. Anyway. um, So my Can We Not this week goes to Miss Cardi B. You know, I love Cardi and all. And I like that she's down to earth and very transparent. But that does not mean... I want to see you getting your little snatch play with. So she posted a video. I don't know if it was a snap or what. <coughs> but she had put in the caption, you know, the six-week um, waiting period or whatever is over. You know, if you have a baby, you're not supposed to have sex for six weeks or whatever. And it was a video of Mr. Uh, Offset, uh, you know, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, you know, plucking the guitar. And uh, I cannot believe I just said that like I'm, anyway. Um, and I'm just like, girl, like, that is nasty. Like, I, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just like, oh, sometimes she's just so tacky sometimes. And I really like Cardi. And sometimes, a lot of times, she's tacky in a good way. Like, I'm just like, oh, you know, she's true to who she is and where she comes from. But, girl, like, that is tacky and nasty. Like, I, to me, I feel like it's either, like, keep it all the way private or put out a sex tape. And if you're not going to do that, like, leave it alone. That's not the first time I've seen a video of her and him either being, like, a little, like, doing a little too much. I can't remember what they were doing the one that I saw before but that wasn't the first one and I'm like are her friends like living for that because that is not the business like ugh like I don't know I just think that it's so tacky I'm just like Lord Jesus like money like (laughs) oh in the words of Real Housewives of New York Luann that looks like money can buy you class what is your problem girl uh, like, can we not? Can we not? Like, why are you doing that? And there's a lot of artists that are very, like, open and a little ratchet and all that. But I'm like, no, you, you're crossing the line, my dear. Like, you're crossing the line. So, get your shit together, Carol. Um, so that's a little... It's, if you guys watched the, the movie uh, Bridesmaids, you would know what I... Where that got that from? Get your shit together, Carol. But anyway, uh, love you guys for listening. Uh, thanks for another week. I know I was off of my Sunday. Sorry, just the weekend. I was so tired last night. I was not gonna be able to do it. Uh, but you know, this is my show. I get to do what the fuck I want to do, and just hope that you continue to listen with my inconsistent ass. But. Um, Again, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Champagne Problems on Instagram. I post uh, some like funny videos throughout the week, ones that I 
videos that exist, clips of things, but I like put my own captions to them, and I think they're pretty funny. So y'all should check those out. So I'm not just posting about the actual show. So don't be afraid to go and follow the damn page. Um, also follow my personal page um, at official underscore Nico. Nico is spelled N-I-C-H-O. Let me go and blow my nose. And, uh, you know, go to bed, I guess. Get my day started tomorrow. I should have a full day tomorrow. Anyway, thank you so much. So until next time, cheers.